When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2451, Is Your Clutter Telling You to Set Some Boundaries? by Carrie Richardson of carryrichardson.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, where I get permission from the authors of the best blogs I can find on personal development, minimalism, productivity, anything that I think will help you live a more meaningful life. And then I simply read their content to you for free, like a big audiobook. If you like this show, please share it with friends and family in person or on social. And if you do do it on social, then please do tag me because sometimes I'll send a book to someone who shared it with a bunch of people. And today I have a brand new author for the show. I'll tell you more about Carrie right after the reading. So for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Is Your Clutter Telling You to Set Some Boundaries? by Carrie Richardson of carryrichardson.com. Isn't the idea of clear, clutter-free spaces so seductive? No piles, nothing to trip over, a well-organized closet with everything hung and neatly folded, kitchen cabinets set up to make cooking a joy, each room of your home beautifully adorned and decorated in a way that makes you feel happy and peaceful. Doesn't that sound divine? Of course it does. Then why is it so difficult to attain? From my experience in the last 20 years, I found there to be three core causes of all stubborn clutter. They are, number one, old stories or limiting beliefs, number two, unrealistic expectations, and number three, lack of boundaries. In my Clutter to Clarity course that I'm currently teaching to a small group of courageous trailblazers, we're focusing on number three right now, and it's quite evident how people feel about the topic. The idea of setting boundaries can seem a bit scary. Does it mean having difficult confrontational conversations with everyone in your life? Will people think you're rude? Will you have any friends left? When boundaries are lacking, it'll show up as physical clutter for a couple of different reasons. If you're always worrying about others before yourself, you likely don't have a lot of energy left to tend to your environment. You're wiped out and exhausted most of the days. And the last thing you wanna do is clean up your house diet, or thoughts. You probably come home, plop on the couch, and either numb out or beat yourself up for not cleaning. Your clutter is a reminder of your lack of self-care and a call for help from your soul. It's an alert that it's time to make your needs a priority. And those needs aren't just a tidy home. Your external environment is a reflection of your internal environment, so a neglected home speaks to a neglected you. 
The stuff around you reflects an abandonment of your core desires, your hopes, your dreams, your vision. After all, how can you feel motivated to make bold moves in your life when your environment is weighing you down? Here, your physical clutter represents the boundaries you need to set with the people in your life. So it's time to say no more often, to decline invitations, to turn down requests for your time or talents. I often give clients who are overgivers a challenge to disappoint at least one person each day for two weeks. This is a little technique I gleaned from Thomas Leonard, the father of coaching. On the surface, it may sound intentionally mean or horrendously selfish. However, by keeping your eyes open for opportunities to disappoint shines a light on how many requests you get for your time. It also shows you how often you tend to say yes without really giving any thought to the invitation or request. And the cherry on top is you get to see that the fears you have around saying no are largely unfounded. People rarely get angry or abandon you or throw fits. Sure, they might be disappointed, but they'll be just fine. The other common way a lack of boundaries shows up as clutter is when you have literally given the role of boundary to the stuff. If you struggle to say no or to protect your space, both physical and energetic, your clutter can be a great excuse. Maybe you think it's easier to live in chaos, that's C-H-A-O-S, can't have anyone over syndrome, rather than have to face requests to host. You can probably ensure no one is going to ask to stay at your place if they know it's in a condition you're not happy with. Or you might hang on to the clutter to keep expectations low, yours and others. After all, if you got your house all ship shape, what else might you be able to do? What else would you have the time to do? Clutter can be a fantastic scapegoat. In addition to physical piles, a lack of boundaries can result in relationship clutter, imbalanced or unfulfilling friendships or partnerships, calendar clutter, like overcommitting, and inner critic clutter, like why do I always agree to this and I wish I never said yes. When you consider all of this, it might just be easier to set those boundaries. To get the ball rolling, number one, begin by recognizing where you need boundaries in your life. Do you have a coworker who always interrupts your lunch break? A friend who calls to dump her relationship woes on you? A family member who expects you to drop everything to babysit her kids? Be sure to notice the seemingly smaller instances too, like the person who emails her resume for you to review and tweak, or the neighbor who dumps their grass clippings on your side of the fence. Number two, pause before responding to any and all requests. Take a moment to check in with your gut to be sure you're clear on how you want to respond. Watch for the tendency to automatically agree only to later regret it. Come up with some phrases you can use to break the habit. Things like, let me check my calendar or I'll give it some thought and get back to you. And number three, take on the disappointing challenge. Find at least one opportunity each day to disappoint someone. It needn't be anything major. After all, with boundaries, it's best to start small and with low-risk people, like not close friends or family members. For example, walk past the Girl Scout cookie table outside of the market instead of stopping to buy a box. After you've warmed up the muscle, you can move on to bigger things like declining a friend's dinner invitation. Here's the really cool thing. The more you practice setting boundaries, the less you'll need your clutter because your soul will throw fewer temper tantrums. You'll find you have more time and energy to tend to your home, relationships, and self. You'll be less tolerant of an environment 
that weighs you down. And you'll be much more likely to take decisive action toward living your very best life. You just listened to the post titled, Is Your Clutter Telling You to Set Some Boundaries? by Carrie Richardson of carryrichardson.com. And thank you to Carrie. For a long time, Carrie towed the socially acceptable line. She went to college, worked a nine-to-fiver for a bunch of years, got married, bought a house. And while it was all well and good, she didn't feel excited about life. She was relatively content, but that wasn't enough. And she's guessing it's not for you either. She says, the more you clear out the things you don't love, need, or want from your life, the more space you create to attract opportunities, a great relationship, financial abundance, clarity, and a whole lot more. And this is what Carrie does. Carrie challenges you to get out of your way too comfortable comfort zone so you can feel less afraid to go after your dream. She helps you see your situation in a whole new way so you can feel empowered and ready. She holds you up when you feel shaky as you dust off old habits and outdated thinking. And she keeps you accountable when you fall behind. You can find Carrie at carryrichardson.com. That's K-E-R-R-I richardson.com. I have that linked in this episode's description for you. And big thanks to Carrie for letting us share her work. One great quote in there that I think is worth repeating, your external environment is a reflection of your internal environment, so a neglected home speaks to a neglected you. And that can sound a bit harsh, depending on your own personal situation and relationship with clutter, but personally, I find it very true. The more cluttered my space, especially the spaces where I spend the most time, the more cluttered my head feels. That's why I think decluttering an attic or a basement, for example, should come later in a list of places to tackle. Yes, it will feel really good to get it done, but if you're starting there first, it might be overwhelming, but second, if you don't spend a lot of time in those places, you won't get that added benefit and psychological win of feeling the clutter-free environment on a day-to-day regular basis. So I'd say start with your desk or the kitchen counter, places you frequent often, because then you'll benefit from the light and load every time you start your day. So try it out, let me know how it goes, but that'll do it for today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.